welcome back to another episode of the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. I'm your host, Woodrow Bellamy III. I know we've been away for a while. Some of you may have actually attended the 2019 Global Connected Aircraft Summit, where there were a lot of exciting discussions about new connected aircraft business models, new applications, cybersecurity, aircraft health monitoring, and Overall, just the the way that uh, airlines are using in-flight internet today, uh, we also had a lot of vendors talking about their perspectives about, uh, you know, enabling in-flight video streaming and also what they are doing to cybersecure the connected aircraft as well. We're actually going to be featuring a few of the presentations that occurred at the 2019 Global Connected Aircraft Summit as we felt that were very educational, very insightful about uh, where this industry is today and where it's going in the future. Uh, First up in this episode will be John Merritt, who is the Director of Flight Operations Flight Deck Technology at United Airlines. He is responsible for helping the airline deploy new connected cockpit applications such as the use of in-flight connectivity by pilots to gain real-time weather updates, communicate with their maintenance division, and overall digitally transform the way that they are flying and accessing aircraft data. In his presentation at the summit, John discusses United's current connected cockpit strategy and how he wants to grow that into the future. At the end of the presentation, you will also hear him answer an audience question that is actually One of the most asked questions in regards to how pilots are using connectivity, and that is whether or not the pilots are using the same network, the same Wi-Fi that passengers in airliner cabins are using to surf the web, check email, stream videos, post to to social media, and all the other great things that, uh, you know, passengers like to do in cabin with uh, connected tablets and and mobile phones and, and laptops and everything. So uh, that'll be a, it's a very insightful presentation that John gave. So I hope you all really enjoyed that. I also wanted to mention that we are actually already planning for the 2020 Global Connected Aircraft Summit, which will be June 2nd through the 3rd in Denver, Colorado. Now let's get into the United Airlines Connected Cockpit Strategy with John Merritt. What's happening with it? So you guys know this, uh, and, and bear with me with the timeline. In 2011, we started with manuals. In 2012, we moved away from the manuals and started adding charting uh, in different applications in different ways. We also then started adding weather. And that weather was static weather. You got it once as a snapshot. It was on the ground, uh, and then it didn't update uh, until you got to your next spot. Flight information was another piece that we started to push out. Our operations center, our network, started to say, how can we make this better? How can we provide information to our crews? So we started pushing out, here's a gate change, here's why your um, aircraft is delayed, here's connecting passengers, et cetera. That then started coming down to our crews. What we then started getting asked for by our crews and by everybody is how do we deliver all of this information in a more uh, real-time pattern? And there's challenges along with that. And and part of that challenge was uh, Wi-Fi connectivity uh, at the gates, um, at their hotels, uh, on their, their buses, on the way to the hotels, 
or back from the, or on the way to the airports. Uh, we switch to cellular. Um, we then have to answer the question for a, a worldwide airline of cellular everywhere, which is difficult uh, in some of the places that we fly. We don't always get the connectivity we want. And quite frankly, there are some islands in the middle of the Pacific that we fly to that do not have cellular connectivity um, that we have to deal with operationally uh, from, a, from a data perspective. And then where do they want to go? So I could have filled this box of 2020 and beyond up with a ton of stuff. I picked one simple thing, and that's two-way communication. And I think you, you're, you're sitting there saying, oh, come on, John. Two-way communication is, that's child's play. But when we're talking about two-way communication on a mobile device with our crews that's talking over an IP connection that is wanting to be real-time, uh, it gets to be more challenging. And those are the challenges that we are trying to embrace when we talk about the EFB driven by this data that I'm talking about. So in order to make this happen, I think we've got to understand, and what I've got to make sure I do, is share that vision. I've got to be able to say, here is where we're going. Here's what we need from you. So if it's data that I want, and believe me, I've heard in the past day and this morning, there's tons of data out there for me. There's also tons of bandwidth for me to deliver that data. I just got to figure out how to do it. I got to figure out how to make it work. So in order to help that happen, I want to share that vision with you. I want to share with you what this looks like for United. Here's what happens in our operational world. So these are the data components that I am looking to pull down in a real-time two-way format to our crews, whether they're sitting at a hotel or they're at 40,000 feet. So the first element is flight planning. And flight planning, when we first started this, was very much a, a static element. It was, here's your flight plan. And if it changes, we'll push the change to you via ACARS and it'll come out on the printer. We've moved that, and most people have moved that, to a very much uh, dynamic format of, here's your flight plan, you're going to sign off on it. And when I change that, I'm going to give you an alert on your iPad, and it's going to pop up and say, you've got to change, accept the change, download it, take a look at it. But when you look at this, what we have done in the past, and we're looking at changing this, and I think a lot of folks are, what we've done in the past is we've just given them that change and that flight plan very much vertically. So we've taken it and instead of printing it out on those dot matrix printers and, and 80 sheets of paper that come out, we've put it in a PDF, and so now there's 80 sheets of PDF uh, electronic uh, information that's sitting in front of our crews. Each iteration happens that way as well. The challenges we have is we've got to scrub the old data, put the new data, and make sure that our crews understand what's changed and what's not changed. These are all parts of the flight plan data elements that we're trying to pull in and parse for our electronic flight bag. Maintenance information is another piece that our crews have been um, really clamoring for. They've sat there and told us, we, we see the maintenance information um, and... and to, to let you under the covers a little bit. 
for the longest time, we were paper maintenance logs, and our crews would write them up in the maintenance log, and, and the, the entries would go from the paper to our system. Uh, we've moved into an electronic world with that, as our tech ops team has moved into iPads as well, and they're using that mobile technology. So now we've got all that data electronically, and we want that data element, so that format, to be pulled down to our crews. So the MRD being able to sign off on that, the DIL, the issues log, all coming down as separate data elements to our pilots is something that we want to, to uh, bring into this operational world. Weather, turbulence, it's hugely important to us. Safety is, um, quite frankly, paramount for United and, and for everybody in this industry. Weather is something that we have all tackled and we continue to tackle. It's information that can be as dynamic as, as we see on our phones right now with the, the radar and the layers. And, and once you start taking an operational application and turning on every layer, it gets pretty thick and it gets pretty heavy. And we're trying to push that all through um, the bandwidth that you guys are providing. On top of that, I need to update that. I need to provide that update as I am in route and using that information um, going from Chicago to San Diego or, or elsewhere. And on top of that, I want to provide turbulence information. I don't just want PIREPs to show up on my uh, ACARs and, and uh, get alerted that way. I want to use this new technology that's out there and provide alerts to the crews on their mobile devices as it's sitting there in the flight deck. Um, if somebody happens to go through turbulence of, of whatever severity it happens to be, I want that to pop up so that I can give an alert to the cabin and to the passengers so that they can take their seats. We really want to make sure that the overall experience is better for our customers and our crews through this data point. Charting is there. Um, we're getting smarter with charting. Uh, it's not just a static chart that you can zoom in on. It really starts to become situational, uh, moving as you move. Flight info uh, is something that we've started to incorporate into our devices. Uh, everybody else is also incorporating it, but it's a data element that helps us get off the gate on time, making sure that we have everybody and everything that we're supposed to have, uh, and, and so that we're not leaving any bags or, or anyone uh, behind as that happens. The next one is something, if you're not uh, familiar with it, uh, it's the uh, FAA's SWIM data, system-wide information management. This is the repository that all of the airlines dump all of our operational data into. Um, we want to mine that. We want this information because it's going to help us be more effective and more efficient. In essence, I want to know what the taxi times are at O'Hare. I want to know if it's a five-minute taxi out from the gate um, to the end of the runway or if it's a 45-minute taxi. That's going to help me be more operationally efficient and help us provide that information to our customers. It's something that's available. It's something that we're going to, to drag down and pull into the device. But it's something that we've also got to be aware of how we operate at that moment in time. So traditionally... We have to turn our devices, or we do turn our devices, into an airplane mode, just like everybody else is supposed to do. 
So we lose all that connectivity. We lose all that data at that particular moment in time. We also don't want the, the disruptions. We don't want the distractions of what may or may not come um, during that sterile cockpit. So we've got to work around how that data comes into our pilots and, and how we're managing through that. The manuals are still there. We want to get smarter about that. We want to get smarter about how we use it, how we parse the data down uh, to the device, and you'll see some of that coming up. And then communications, something that we all think and take for granted, but it is something that is key to how we are going to be successful in operating going forward. That communication is not just from um, uh, voice communication. Our pilots are absolutely asking for communication in today's world. They are comfortable with the chatting and the texting and the messaging that, that happens. Uh, it doesn't have to all be voice. What we have to take into consideration is how all of that lives in a regulatory environment, how long we're keeping tabs on that information, keeping uh, it in our databases as, as we continue to operate. But they want to talk to dispatch. They want to talk to maintenance. They want to talk to the um, uh, station operations. All of those pieces are, are elements that they're saying, give us that channel. Let me coordinate what's going on with my flight, with my airplane, and with the team that's supporting me to be efficient. So what does it all come out to? It all comes out to what we call the next generation of uh, application for the EFB. We call this the electronic flight folder. Um, you've seen a lot of different names for it over time. It has everything. And at the end of the day, it's going to have more than this because we're going to continue to pull in information. We're going to continue to pull in data. What I need from you guys and why I'm socializing this is this is the data that I'm pulling down. Some of it's going to be heavy and some of it's going to be light. But it's, this is all the information that our crews are asking for and that we want to provide to them. And it's all real time. I want to be able to give this to them as they're asking for it as they want an update, as they want it refreshed. And I don't want it to be um, buffered. I don't want it to get hung up. I don't want it to get lost. I don't want the connection not to be there. So I'm relying on the reliability of the product that's out there in order to deliver this to our pilots. So how am I delivering this for our crews? Well, it's a big step. It's a big uh, element that we, at the end of the day, have to figure out on how it's going to be delivered. We've got a lot of feedback from our, our uh, crews and from our uh, experts that are out there providing the data and building us the product. One, uh, we've got to make sure that everybody, yourselves included, understand what our vision is, where we're going with this. I don't want one data element, I want them all. So whatever happens to be out there that you can get to on the ground. So if you're saying, uh, like some of you are doing right now, if you're pulling up your phone and you want to Google something and you want to get that information, we, in essence, are saying we want the same ability for our flight crews. We want to be able to get all that data as we need it and pull down in context for them. That's where our vision is, and that's where I need you guys to help me get there. So for our crews, what I got to make sure happens is that I am communicating what the expectations are. So when we first started this, and we've talked a little bit about this yesterday, 
the expectation was when you had Wi-Fi in the air, we didn't provide a clear enough expectation of what the performance was going to be. And as our pilots or as our customers connected into it, they expected what was happening at their home to be what they were getting in seat 21A. And that wasn't the case. What I've got to do is make sure that I'm providing that same expectation this time around for all of my crews, for everybody that's consuming my data, wherever they happen to be consuming it, I need to provide them the opportunity to say, listen, it's going to be lightning fast, lickety split, no buffering, no whatever, and it's going to work. Or I need to tell them, listen, sometimes it'll work, sometimes it won't. When it doesn't work, here's what we're doing to make sure that you still get information and you still get some semblance of the experience that I'm looking for. Or, listen, I don't know. Maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. Um, it depends. Depends on where you're flying. Depends on what airplane you're on. Depends on what carrier it happens to be, etc. I prefer the first. I prefer to just tell them it's going to work. And I know all of you guys are saying, well, listen, John, you're stupid. Of course it's going to work. This, we just told you. We can give you anything. We can give you everything. We can give you real-time streaming, streaming over the top, uh, information just like you would at home. I, I know, I sat there, I heard that. I'm, I'm still waiting for that, but I I'm, need to make sure that my crews have exactly what they're looking for, exactly when they need it, and how they want it. And if we can't do that, then I've got to build in other ways of getting there. Uh, I'm ready for any questions that you might have. I want to thank you for listening to me uh, talk about where we're going and, and what we see the vision as at, at United in terms of data. Time for maybe one question. So do we have? We got a couple. Oh, we got, okay. Yeah, just a, so you would be willing, so the, for the, I guess the flight crew, the pipe to give the flight crew data, that could be the same pipe that would give the passengers, um, you know, their in-flight connectivity. Can it be? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, I mean, is that something that, that, that you would consider acceptable? I would say yes, I would consider it acceptable if all of my uh, security folks signed off on that. And they have a hand in everything we do in terms of data that's coming up to the flight deck and, quite frankly, to any of the crews. So... Uh, if it passes muster with them and if we're securing it from end to end so that our crews have that, then, yeah, I don't have an issue with that. So that was John Merritt of United Airlines again discussing their connected cockpit strategy. And that's it for today's episode. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they are released. We have some great interviews planned in the coming weeks and months. If you'd like to get in touch with feedback or suggestions for people we should be interviewing, topics you'd like to see us covered throughout the year, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at WBellamy3AC. And finally, our 2020 Global Connected Aircraft Summit will take place from June 2nd through the 3rd in Denver, Colorado, so mark your calendars for that. You can get more information about the summit at GCASummit.com. 
My name is Woodrow Bellamy III, and thanks again for tuning in to the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast.